and of strength causes a man to not be moved by imprisonment? What kind of strength makes him okay with being in chains? What gives him strength to endure whips and lashes? What kind of strength makes men in chains praise God better than a man that's in his house relaxing? Hello friends and welcome to the last episode of this series. It's a bittersweet moment for me, but I know that God has more in store for us. Now I was deeply moved by by Paul and Silas praising God while they were in prison. It got me thinking what understanding did they have? Some people can't even praise God while everything is going well. If you ask them to dance, they they probably wouldn't find a reason to do so. God opened my eyes to this fact though. Paul and Silas were aware that they were already free in Christ by reason of the cross. Freedom was their reality and to them the only chains they had were in and for Christ. There's a lot of times that Paul mentions this in the book of Acts. However, a higher understanding is this what was going on in the physical was only a representation of the spiritual reality i really need you to get this part they were in chains for christ in the physical only because they were in chains for christ in the spirit they were arrested in the physical because everything about their lives showed that they were arrested and constrained by their love for god When you begin to live the Christian life, when you really begin to express the Christ that is in you, there is no way that persecution will not follow you. In the intro episode, I believe, I told you guys that persecution is a direct attack on a person's faith. It comes to weaken this faith, it comes to test this faith, and persecution only exists because there is even a faith to begin with. Which means that if you're not living out of faith and there's no faith to prove, you are less likely to face persecution. So I will repeat this again. Paul and Silas were arrested in the physical because everything about their lives showed that they were arrested and constrained by their love for God. Some things that happen in our lives are only a response or reaction to the decision we've made to leave everything and follow Christ. When Christ is your all in all, it will reflect in the physical life. You are free, yes, you're free indeed. Free from oppression, from sin, death, manipulation from the kingdom of darkness and all that stuff. But you are bound in Christ. This knowledge gives strength. <laughs> This kind of constraint will show in your life eventually. Trials and tribulations will come to reveal how sold out you are and how chained out you are. Isaiah 40 verse 28 in summary tells us of a God. Such a wonderful God, the everlasting God that never grows weak or weary. 
Verse 30 goes on to say that even youths as young and energetic as they are will become weak and tired. Their strength eventually runs out. Sounds like a promise. Sounds like a guarantee. Young men too will be exhausted. Strength that is supposed to come from being young will finish even if you are still young. <laughs> However, there's a different kind of strength that never runs out. And only a specific category of people will find this kind of strength. It's not strength of their youth or gender. It's new strength. Now I was reading, I was researching what this word might mean, new strength or renew, shall renew their strength. I was looking for that renew or that new strength part. Strong's Concordance described this word, the renew word, as an exchange of one thing for another, to transform or to change. I would also like to believe that other versions that used the word new for new strength they meant that this strength is not like the strength that we know, but rather it is different, it is unheard of. The people that find this strength are those that trust in the Lord. God is the one who is said to never grow weak or weary. He is the only being that is described as one who will never grow weak or weary. And if we trust in this God, we will find new strength, his strength. This verse reminds me of the scripture that says that he, is in Christ, he that is in Christ is a new creation. This is a creature that has never existed before. It has no record of ever being. And so is the strength that is received by trusting in the Lord. I mean, where else have you, have you seen this kind of strength that never ever runs out? We're used to strength that eventually runs out no matter how young or energetic we are. What kind of strength remains even after you walk, after you run, or after you fly? <laughs> See, even after we, we, we run, where is the strength to even fly? I've never known such a strength. But the strength of the Lord, no matter what exhausting things we do, no matter what we go through in ministry, what we go through in our personal lives, what journeys we have to go through, what waiting season we have to go through, it never runs out. It never ever fails. I've personally never heard of such a strength except this one. Naturally, strength can only take you so far. Our own strength can only take us so far. I mean, ask bodybuilders. <laughs> I highly doubt that there's like the strongest bodybuilder. I highly doubt that the last competition he was in from that moment he is still holding on to his weight there's no way they are usually made to last a specific amount of time and whoever can last the longest is the one who wins right but even if they can last so much for us for a specified period of time they're still not going to go past that let's say this competition was like last week or last month yesterday there's no way that they're still holding on to that weight now you understand eventually no matter how strong they are their strength will run out but god's strength cannot be diminished by running by walking by flying by doing anything that is required of this life it is inexhaustible what a strength 
indeed it is something new and I would like to renew my strength and exchange my strength for this kind of strength. I'd like to believe that when you've reached the level of Paul and the other disciples where you're not moved by persecutions, it's literally and legit only the strength of God that is sustaining you. It's only that. It can't be easy having a ministry like Paul's where you're in chains. A lot of the time you're separated from the ones you love. You're separated from your church family. It can't be easy. But Paul never once prayed for God to deliver him. And if it was for freedom, it was so that he could go and preach to a different city. But it was never a prayer of deliverance to say, Oh God, deliver me from this ministry or this burden. They never well, he never once cried for that. The disciples in collection instead actually prayed for boldness to declare the word. There was a time where they were facing a lot of um, attacks and threats from the authorities and they threatened them and said, speak of this name no longer. And they gathered in a group and instead prayed for boldness to declare the word. Even in the midst of persecution, in the midst of threats, the thing that they prayed for was boldness. <laughs> what a maturity. What a maturity. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed reading the book of Acts and just analyzing the disciples' lives. And I think I will do a final episode for you guys because I believe that we have learned how to withstand persecutions or the attitude that is needed for these seasons, for difficult times, for trying times. It might not be persecution. It might not be you facing imprisonment or life, I mean, or death, sorry, death sentences and stuff like that. But you do have hard seasons that um, test your faith. Let's be honest. However, I believe that the last six episodes have enlightened us on how we can be better in these seasons. Um, and... So maybe I'll do a last episode on how to be an excellent disciple, the way that the disciples did it. Now that we know how to get persecution out of the way, how can we maximize this so that we become the best disciples ever? <laughs> and if there was a part two of the Bible, you guys would be in it. Hey. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so maybe I won't maybe release it next Monday, but I will see when I will, re I will release it as God leads. And lastly, my question for you today is, how has Paul's model challenged your faith? In what ways do you want to be more like him? I'd like you guys to read over his story, maybe just the book of Acts and see how the disciples went about their ministry, particularly Apostle Paul. And then maybe you can answer this question. It has been awesome being here with you guys. And I pray that you learned something that can help you in seasons where things aren't really being favorable. I love you so much, guys. And thank you for having me. I'll see you guys soon. Cheers.